You're listening to the Wanderlust Swingers Podcast with Aussie hosts Kate and Daryl. If you're curious about exploring your sexuality or the swinging, hot wifing and non-monogamous lifestyle, you've definitely come to the right podcast. Or maybe you just love travel adventures. Either way, we share our personal, sometimes juicy, sexy stories as well as swingers club and event reviews, interviews with other sassy people and of course our global swinging adventures. We try to bring you a look into the diverse lifestyle that the swinging and non-monogamous community has. We hope you enjoy. Now let's get into the episode. Well, hey guys and g'day and welcome back. This is episode 132, which is all about MFM threesomes with some... Well, one in particular, right? Double penetration involved, yeah. Yeah. So, exciting episode coming up, I think, anyway. Lots of revelations, if I don't say so myself. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, then you're going to make some up, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be revelationatory. It does have to be. Yep. Hey, Daryl. Yes. Cultural tidbit. Yes, just the tip, though. I don't don't want all of it, just the tip. It's about Slovenia. Oh, yeah? Why am I doing a cultural tidbit about Slovenia? Do you want to give the story, give some feedback, give some what's happening, what's going on? Actually, I'm not really – I don't remember why. You did mention it to me. Because three days ago we were in Slovenia. Oh, yeah, good point. That's why. <laughs> my God. Not three days ago. It's longer than that. No, three, well, four days, sorry. Yeah. My, my bad. Exactly. So anything past three days, you know, erases from my memory. Okay. That's how it works. We were going to actually drive to Venice because Venice is only a four-hour drive and we thought, why not? Go to Italy for the weekend after work on Friday, come back on Sunday. What could possibly go wrong? And then we were driving and we went up to the border crossing mm-hmm. and it was super quick. Oh, yeah. And we were both giving each other, like, claps high and high fives. And we're like, this is this is awesome. We're going to hit Venice before, like, 8 p.m., get a nice dinner. Get a nice Venetian dinner. Bloody brilliant. Probably some blinds. We get up there. He takes our passports. And we're like, this is awesome. High five, high five. And then he disappears. Well, no, he, he said first, he said something in Croatian. That's right. To which I couldn't answer. And I, I excused myself <laughs> and asked if he <laughs> what'd, spoke what'd you English. What would you say? Oprosti semo ingleski. Oprosti semo ingleski. He uh, then proceeded to stand up and leave. Mm, with our passports. Yeah. Uh, which was concerning, i got to tell you. Not really. Yeah, it was for me. It's not the first time people have taken my passport away. Mm. They generally give it back, though. I haven't been anally searched and they generally give it back, so. Happy days. Well, positive for me. I'm not real big on anal searching. Some people are. I mean, but each to their own. Yeah. Mm. More power to you. You do you. Yeah. So he comes back eventually and... Um, Not eventually, it was like three minutes at best. He comes back and then he hands us back our passports and says, can you do a Yui? Bust a Yui, please. Yeah, can you can you crack a Yui? And we're like, oh, why? And he said... You're not supposed to be here. Get out yeah, of here. It's because what we... I actually did know this as well, which is the most embarrassing thing, is that there's some of the border crossings are actually just for locals. So they don't allow... You know, people who are not international travellers, I suppose, mm. to travel across those borders, and we'd gone to one of those. I didn't know that. That so basically, we had to turn around, yeah. bust a Yui, get out of there, and go to another border crossing because that one was for locals only, and that explains why it was so goddamn quick. Yeah, because the next one wasn't anywhere near as good. No, beautifully quick, and we got through, and we're like, "This is going to be amazing." And then it, it wasn't. Then we spent two hours in the next one. Then we spent two hours Yay. in the next border crossing. That makes more sense. Yeah. So then we didn't go to Venice. We ended up in Slovenia. And here comes my cultural tidbit for Slovenia. Go. Okay, ready? So there was a study done that answered a lot of questions about sexual interests in Slovenia. They then benchmarked it to the rest of the world. And so I have the list in front of me. 
Are you ready? I'm I'm excited. You excited? With excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to tell you this actually. So in Slovenia, have tried blindfolding and handcuffing. Slovenians, twenty eight percent. Benchmarked against the global average, twenty two. Mm, I was going to say that sounds higher than mm. usual to me. Role playing games, nineteen percent. Benchmarked against the rest of the world, fifteen. Yep. Slightly higher. Dressing up, nine percent. Uh huh. Benchmark thirteen. What do you reckon's up with that? Don't like to dress up. I don't like to dress up. I don't know what's going on there. Hey, guess what though? Benchmarked against Slovakia, forty six percent. What what is benchmarked against Slovakia? So sl- dressing up, Slovenia, nine percent. So Slovakians dress up a lot, forty six percent. Forty six percent. Forty six percent of Slovakians were like, "Fuck yeah!" I feel like that's a study that's rife with inaccuracy. You reckon? Well, define dressing up. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Watching porn with your partner, 53%. The fuck? What do you reckon the global average is out of curiosity? 10. 35. What the fuck? 35%. South Africans apparently 60%. But I don't know who the fuck we're hanging out with then. <laughs> Shooting or f- uh, photographing sex, 22% in Slovenia, 17% global average. Flogging, 13% in Slovenia, 19% global average. Not so, not so keen on the flogging and the dressing up. Sex toys, 32%. That's pretty low, isn't it? Global average, 20. What the fuck? Mm. I still don't know who we're hanging out with then. Yeah. I don't know anyone who doesn't have sex toys. Even the people at my work. You know what? We actually know people who have so many sex toys that for them it's a romantic novelty to use their fingers for manual stimulation. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Mm. It's crazy. Right. Okay. What do you think about cultural tidbit this week? Do you like it? I mean, it was it was all right. I have, if we go to Slovenia, I found some more. So we need to what go. What I can say is it's chock full of swingers. We need to go back to Slovenia. Yeah. And then I can use my cultural tidbits. Well, Ljubljana is, is just full of swingers. You reckon? Yeah, no, it, it is. I mean, every, every time, because it's only an hour and a half drive from here. Mm. And every time we do a search, a whole lot of Ljubljana, Ljubljanans come up in our, in our search. And I'm always like, ah, oh, it's in another country. It's too far away. And then I realize it's only an hour's drive away. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's not so bad. Maybe we could just go. Actually, it's funny you say that because we did get a message today from somebody from Libwana. Libwana? Libwana. Libwana? How do we say Libyana. it? Libyana. Libyana. Always forget. So there you go. Lots of lots of swingers in Slovenia. For those of you who don't understand why we're struggling with the with the uh, the way it's pronounced, do yourself a favor and punch it into Google and see whether you can do any better. <laughs> yes. Lots of uh, interesting spelling there. Yeah. All right. Updates. Life, the universe, and everything. I'm getting over a UTI. That's a urinary tract infection. That's delightful. And the reason I'm bringing that up is actually because it relates and it pertains to the story today about the MFM threesome. Yeah, and your vagina's a dick. Yeah. (laughs) I love how you're insulting my pussy by using your cock to do that. Not my cock. Just a cock. Just a cock. Just a cock. Yeah. Out there in the world, roaming the streets. Yeah, he's he's just cruising around. Okay. He's he's really bad at judging distances because he only has one eye. So he runs into things constantly. Like he's the worst for braking accuracy, you know, like he's the guy who's driving really close to the car in front of him mm-hmm. but doesn't realise right? because he only has one eye. And that's the cock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And occasionally he shuts his eye because his foreskin flips over <laughs> like a hoodie, like a hoodie that's not being worn right. Like a hoodie on the loose. And before you know it, he's fucking blind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Well, he just crashes because he, he he's blind. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I actually don't think cocks should be driving. Is this is this a comic strip? Is this is what's going on here? Like I feel like it should be. Okay. Yeah, I, I can just imagine a penis in a car driving. And the hood falls forward yeah, and, and then it's like, little, oh no. Like with these one ball on the throttle, one ball on the brake, you know? 
like sort of curved up into the seat like he's a big cop. So he's driving an automatic then? Well, yeah. I mean, he's only got two testicles. What's he going to do? I'm just saying. Can't push the – I mean, then – oh, man. Actually, I'm just thinking now about if he ever uses the ABS, that would really hurt one of his testicles. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it would kick. So, yeah, and then he crashes into another car, and I see the airbag inflating, right? But, but the airbag is like a big tit, like a big boob with right. a nipple. And is the other car driver uh, my my pussy? Is that what's going on? Yeah, and then he flies through the windscreen, yeah. which yeah. coats him in the plastic that's in between the two glass layers oh, oh, on okay. the windscreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he then flings himself directly into the pussy. Yeah. And, and where the urinary tract infection comes in is because all of the bacteria on the outside of the windshield because of yeah, the bug more. guts. Yeah, the bug guts, right. Cool. All the bug guts. So back to my urinary tract infection. So can we just call it a UTI from now on? I am going to. I Thank just you. wanted to say it like that in case people don't haven't heard this term before. I'm pretty sure most women have heard of this before. Actually, be surprised on the number of women who have never had a UTI. And, and Every if woman I've ever been involved with in any sort of reasonable turn relationship has had a UTI. I know lots of them who haven't. And I just want to say, if you're a female out there listening to this and you've never had a UTI, God bless you. That's all. You know, you're blessed. You, you don't want to just say, fuck you. You're blessed. No, no, good for them. Yeah, Not good a bad them? thing. Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. Yeah, okay. I'd take no, t- no UTI. Uh, oh, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Don't, don't you want to just like steal their ability to not get UTIs? Nah, nah man, I'm, I'm praising it. I like it. I feel like many porn stars don't get UTIs. I have been trying to interview um, a sex worker, porn star, someone in the industry now for a very long time to yeah. talk about pussy maintenance. So I'm going to continue down that thread because I think it is a really interesting – I wanted to talk to I somebody agree. like a cam model – a porn star, actually somebody who shoots movies with multiple partners. What I can say is mess, men are blessed with a long urethra, so we don't have to yeah. deal with that shit. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going down that path. So anyway, my UTI. We also don't have to give birth. Totally separate topic, but also something that we don't wish to do. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sounds sounds painful. I tried to get pills in Slovenia. That didn't happen. Finally came back to Croatia, managed to get myself in to see a um, urologist because for whatever a reason- A cock biscuit is what you managed you, to see. You can't get them here from a normal a doctor. total raging cunt. He he was an absolute hat. And if you follow us on Instagram, you'll actually see a post where I talk about what happened with this particular doctor who basically shamed me for trying to seek medical care. And it was a crappy situation. Anyway, I'm on the up and up. I'm on the mend. and that's I took a, a shit on the bonnet of his car. <laughs> Did you? No, but I will. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Well, hey, thanks. I'm waiting I'm waiting for it to be like – I'm waiting for the night after a big night out or something mm-hmm. so that it's like, you know, not a good shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a bad shit. This is you supporting me? Yeah. Shitting on his car? Yeah. Can I choose another way for you to support me? Piss in his car? N- no. Has no, it got anything to do with his car? No. Nah. Okay. What nah. else can I do? I don't know. I'll figure it out. None of those things. <laughs> okay. So, well, okay. I, I really want you to support me, but I don't know how you can achieve that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a marriage. Yep. I just want, you to, ma- I just want you to make me happy. Okay. I can I can do ask, that. Ask me how. How? No idea. Yeah. You should just know. I should know. Yeah. That's, an, that's marriage in a nutshell, people. No. So that was my my um, nightmare doctor visit. I throw a penis through a windscreen at you. Hey, another update. How was Poland? Last time we spoke to everybody, you were on your way to Poland. Poland was lovely. Yeah. Poland's really nice, actually. Mm. I, I really would like to go back there and spend a bit of time. You went to Warsaw? I did. And you drove around the country? Yeah, I went to Warsaw and then I spent – I did a, a thousand kilometres in two days. So 600 miles in two days. It was a – actually, no, so yeah, whatever, 600 miles in two days. It was a long – it was a long, long lot of driving, a lot of driving. In a little buzz box too, right? You yeah, did. it was a shitty little – well, yeah. actually, it was a brand new car, but, you know, honestly, the – 
pole and speed limit is like infinity and my car wasn't capable of that. Mm-hmm. It was top speed of 194 kilometres an hour. That's pretty fast. It's faster than a rabbit until you get stopped in traffic and then a fucking rabbit overtakes you. Yeah. I had a rabbit overtake me in Poland. Yeah. First time ever in my life. Yeah, so if you do follow us on Twitter and you saw a random tweet about a rabbit. Fucking rabbit. I was sitting in traffic and a rabbit overtook me on the freeway. Yeah, you pop into Twitter every now and then and, and make these posts. and then I hit- couldn't believe that I got overtaken by a rabbit. And then some people are like, Kate, what's going on with you right now? Why are you talking about rabbits overtaking you? Yeah. And then they realise, wow, it's awesome. It's Daryl tweeting. Yeah. He's amazing. He's amazing. One last Life, the Universe and Everything update before we get into the main segment today. If you live in Arkansas, <laughs> what is going on with Arkansas, Arkansas? What's happening? I know exactly what's happening. Can somebody explain this shit to me? I tried I've to. I've got to know. And you told me I was wrong. I've got to know. What More actually than is once. it? What, what's, the, what's the go, Daryl? I, I, I couldn't actually, I had to write this down in my notes. I couldn't get past it. What do you mean, what's the I go? I can't sleep, right? I just think this is there disturbing. There's no such thing as Arkansas, you weirdo. Well, that's how it's spelled. So you tell yeah, me. Yeah, no shit, but Libyana is not spelled fucking. You tell me how Arkansas doesn't exist. It doesn't. I thought Arkansas and Arkansas were two different places. Yeah, I know you did, you fucking weirdo. And you tried to convince me of that. I did, and then we had a Google session this No, 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 no. I then went away. I left that alone. Yeah, I would have kept arguing that yes, one. Yes, you would have. I left it alone, and I walked away, and that was months. Oh, that wasn't months. It was weeks. Yeah, weeks maybe a week ago. or two. And then I asked you to search for Arkansas. Important relationship advice, though. Yeah, walk away. You knew you weren't going to win that argument. No, I knew that it was going to become a fight. I, I knew <laughs> I was going Because I would have been w- like, no, you're an idiot. I was going to- <laughs> They're clearly two different places, Daryl. I was Darryl. going to win the argument, but I Darryl. was not going to win the war. Nah, and then you left it and came back yeah. and you're like, hey, can you Google this to me? And I go, I'm like, what? What's going on? Because I'm going babe? there. What's going on, babe? This, Next this week. It's strong. Week after. Week after next, I'm I'm in Arkansas. Mm. So if you if you live there, send me an email. What what is what's actually going on? Why are you guys pronouncing it weird? I mean, there's a lot of places that are not that are pronounced yeah, weird. Yeah, I, I, well. I have a real big problem with this one though. I got to be uh-huh. honest. Okay. Yeah, I got a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and uh, we're going to start talking a little bit about this threesome episode. All right, guys, welcome back. So, Daryl, the threesome situation. We had one. We had one. and we well, took more than one, but this, this was one. We took some audio on the day and beforehand, and I'm going to play some of that for people right now because I want to kind of talk about what I spoke to you about beforehand and delve a little bit more into the compersion side of things. So if you are actually part of our Patreon community, you would have already heard these these audio snippets and I gave you guys some insight into some of this. And uh, so we're going to get into a little bit more now. So I'm going to play the audio. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. to talk about this right now on my phone before I forget about it because I'm not great at remembering stuff. I'm on my way from the bathtub to the shower after I've just, you know, scrubbed the dead skin off my feet for an MFM. My question is, does it partially or sometimes or bother you when you think about the fact that, you know, you see me in track pants all the time or whatever. I don't actually have track pants, but you get the gist. And I get primped and pampered for another man coming over. Does that ever bother you? Yes. It does. Yeah. So I should probably try to make sure that I do this on like a random Wednesday night as well. Yes. Okay. Do you think that's because you feel like I'm just doing it for them or is it because – does it not play off the sexiness a little bit for you? Like it it's does. showing off? It does in some way, yes. Okay. But 
also not. I mean, uh, just because, I mean, uh, I'd have a, a lesser expectation of you to do this for me, like less regularly. But I mean, I still some days put in to look nice for you. I do too, though, when we go out and do stuff. So if we go out on a Friday night, I would do How the same. How often do we go out? That's what I was going to say. So do you feel like if that's not happening more regularly, and it's not like we're having, this is not happen, this doesn't happen often where we get dressed up for other people. Yeah. Let's call it, what, once a month? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're dreaming. Right, so yeah. let's just say once a month for ease sake. Yeah, let's just make that number up. <laughs> How many times would you desire me to get primped and stuff for you. I would think that one for one would be a nice parody. Just one for one. Yeah. I thought I would have thought that that would be more often, one for one. Well, no. I mean, you're still getting dressed tonight it's... to include me. I know, that's what I was going to say. Like, it obviously includes you, and I would imagine it is a little bit of a sexiness for show-off purposes for yeah, you in a little bit as well. Yeah, but, I mean, you could extend that out to other things you do as well. Like, you could show me off if we went to a bar and I was looking really no, sexy. Not, well, I mean, yes, there's that, but I'm not talking about... I'm talking about other things that you do for other people that you're doing lesser for me. Okay. Like photos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I think it's probably been months since I've received something from you that Texas was made for in me. in Miami. That was specifically for you. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. Interesting. All right. That's all. I love you. I'm going for a shower. Now. I shaved my big toe. Oh, that's good news. Both of them, actually. Because they're, I mean, they're hairy as fuck. You're like a, <laughs> basically a yeti. I know. I actually hurt myself with the pumice stone. I got a You're little pissing bit. Pissing blood. <laughs> Literally away. pissing blood. I got carried away with the pumice stone. I was like, I can fix my feet in one go. Why the fuck are you pumicing your arm? I mean, that's not where you need to pumice. That's the side of my foot. That's nearly your ankle. Yeah, but that needs... You don't pumice ankle. That needs pumicing as no, well. No, it doesn't. Everything needs. No, 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 no. Get the skin off me. Pumice is on the heels. Okay. You know, maybe well, a little of the underfoot. I'm bleeding now, so... Yeah, like a stuck fucking pig. That's good news. Mm. You're going to leave some little puddles around the house as you wander around? Fuck no, we clean today. And just like your period? Okay, I love you. <laughs> I want to take something back there. Can you I just You update? don't have feet like a yeti. Oh, okay. I don't no. have legs like a yeti. No, 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 no. No, you have, you have feet like Frodo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you say Frodo? Frodo. Frodo. Yeah. I've still got a, a bit of a scab on my foot from where... From, it's not on your foot. That's your fucking ankle. From excessive... Let's be clear. Excessive pumicing. Ankle. Yeah. Yeah. It's closer to your knee than it is to your foot. We obviously had this discussion as I was getting ready and... I wanted to bring it up because I think it's really important to talk about more in more depth because when we talk about compersion and especially around the hot wifing lifestyle where you are desiring me and you get something out of me being, what is it, selfishly sexy or sexual or whatever it is that the Monogamous Marriage blogger wrote recently. We spoke about that in the last episode. So compersion, the feeling of joy one has for experiencing or witnessing another one's joy, the opposite of jealousy. And I understand what you're- Why are they not intertwined though? I understand what you're saying about you feeling like it needs to be balanced more for me doing these things for you than it is for other people. I get I get that. It's actually not what I said, but yes, let's run you said, with that. You said one for one. I said somewhere near parody, yes. Yeah, yeah, one for one. And during that, we also spoke about, well- when I'm getting ready for another man, it's also for you. Like it's for the fact that these things turn you on. 
And so I just wanted to dig into that a little bit more if you had anything else to add to that, particularly as it pertains to the swinging and hot wifing lifestyle on how to make sure that we're hitting that balance or make sure that you understand that when I am getting ready and I'm choosing laundry or choosing a dress or I'm sending photos to other people, in my mind, it's also about the excitement that you get from that. Yes, uh, that that is absolutely the case. There is some excitement I receive from that as well. But the excitement is only there, especially on sending photos and things like that, if I'm involved or aware. If there's just photos being sent and I'm not aware of that, there's no that just then becomes more of a relationship you're sharing with them that grows potentially to a level that it makes me feel uncomfortable because you've shared more with them than you have with me over the over an equivalent period of time. Now, I'm not saying that I expect the same amount, but I also want to be included in that discussion. So whether that's before, during or after, I don't think is hugely different. But to have your primary partner, in your case, or in our case, that's us, right? Yeah, Penny. (laughs) You know she's the leader of the household. Uh, No. That's ridiculous. No, she isn't. Yeah. She follows me. We go on holidays and it's like, oh, shit, does the Airbnb accept dogs? Like, that's the level of... Yeah. Carry on. So getting back from weirdness, talking about the dog, the issue becomes more when... There's a lot more outgoing to to others, whether it be an individual or a group or a an online media. When I start receiving one of the pictures of the 10 that is sent, that becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. So to clarify for the listeners out there, because as I'm listening to this, I understand where you're coming from, but I think that there could easily be a perception that there's jealousy involved here. So can you clear up or maybe talk about the fact that this is not necessarily you being jealous about the receiver of this other attention? Or are you? Like, where? what would you say in that regard? I'll clear it up by saying that there is certainly some jealousy, but mm-hmm. it's not jealousy against an, an individual. It's, a, it's an attention and focus jealousy. So it's more that surely even after 10 years together, I should rate enough in your day, week, or month that you would take the time to send something to me as well as sending something to somebody else. Mm. So from my perspective, if I can share, when I'm doing... (laughs) Podcast over. When I'm doing these things, and the only reason often, or the start of the reason that I delve into these, or have delved into a lot of the stuff that I'm doing, was because it was started by you. It was something where you'd brought up a desire, and then I've gone off and, and run with it, maybe expanded on it. Yeah, but um, let's just use a nice equivalent here. If you pumice your fucking foot too much, it bleeds. <laughs> and so when I'm doing these things, in my head, and I'll take OnlyFans as an example, in my mind, I'm like, this is turning Daryl on. This is compersion for Daryl. This is a desire for Daryl. This is turning him on because I'm sending out this selfishly sexual content. And in my mind, I'm like... You're a big part of that, and this is a driver, and it's. But I, I, th- I think you're mislabeling the selfishly f- sexual because when it's being developed purely for a particular media, pick one. It's not about you or me. It then becomes about them. I would argue that it is about us because. But I would argue that it isn't. <laughs> oh shit! So it can be if we're involved. 
But if only you are involved, then it's not about us. It's about them and you. Okay. Well, we probably need to have a, a broader discussion on that because a lot of the effort that I'm putting in or that sort of stuff, I'm doing it and I'm thinking about how you're going to be enjoying this and the fact that you would enjoy this. So to hear that. It's, it's actually, there's no issue with the outgoing. That's not the problem. The, the problem is more on, on the our side. So again, if, if 20 things go one direction and I'm not involved in those and I have to go hunting for them, you know, like actually either pick up your phone or log into a different site or whatever that looks like, then at some point you've got to question where you stand in the interest level. The pecking order? Well, yeah. I mean, where, so where do, where do I stand when everybody else is receiving 20, 30, 40 pictures, videos, whatever that looks like over the month, and I get one? Mm. Just thinking about this, and, I'd, and then I want to change the subject and actually get onto other things, but would you want me to just send you that exact same content? Like if I'm sending out 20 photos, do you want me to send you those 20 photos? Well, no. I mean, surely surely, as somebody who's involved in your life and has spent this long with you and you enjoy more, more you enjoy the company of more than the other people that you're, that you're talking to or, or, and you're in love with, surely there should be some, some at some point, something that differentiates me from them. Yeah, I, I actually was digging into that on purpose because I think that, you know, when I'm sending out these, say, again, 20 photos, you're then expecting something else. But but I'm not – so I'm, I'm, I'm expecting that there would be something that would be particularly for me. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm expecting – you to 20 bespoke photos to you and 20 bespoke photos to I know no. I know you're not saying that I'm just I'm just digging into it so we can get like past it I mean what make more we, sense of it okay I mean I I do find it particularly sexy and I'll talk a little bit about that I have a story to tell you I find it particularly sexy when these other people are getting involved in in our adventure it actually it, it turns me on yeah. and so I, I want to talk I don't want to you know foreshadowing here but we'll talk about that in a little bit but first I'm going to play some uh, more audio are you ready yes Real quick, how's my hand? Yeah, looks good. Looks okay? Yeah. Can you, can you check my arsehole? What? Make sure it's, like, carefree? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got some of your head hair that's fallen into your arsehole. Yep, it's carefree. Looks good. Get down in there. I'm just pulling out your fucking head hair out of your arsehole. Yep, looks good. Okay. Should I worry about blood? Depends. What are you planning on doing? I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to put it in? Yeah. It is important to really... Take notice of your grooming regime and make sure that, you know, everything is just nice and ready in cases. You never know. Truly, you never know what's going to happen. And um, sometimes... Vibrating one? No, no, no. Not the vibrating one. Sometimes you just want to make sure that, you know, you're hair-free. Hair-free since 93. It's not true. Because um, I would have been in third grade. Do you have a butt plug song? Here, make one up. Jingle. Why are you putting a butt plug in? Putting on the lube on a butt plug. Try not to drip it on Panny's uh-huh. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting on the lube on the butt plug. You want me to bend over more? Kate's not helping stretching her cheeks apart. <laughs> How's that? Putting in the butt in the butt plug. Ow, dude, lower. I can see it. Can you see it too? <laughs> putting in the butt, uh, putting in the butt plug in the butt. That's a really bad song. You can also do it if you want to. <laughs> Thanks, babe. So my butt plug's nice and clean, nice and tidy. Yeah, um, I spill a little bit of lube, so I just need to clean that up. Okay. And your hair makes you look like a Wookiee right now. Okay. How's the butt plug? Good. 
A little bit cold. <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have microwaved it. No. Yeah, I know. Microwave, go bang bang. I know. Love you. But I'll go bang bang. Get me too. So my question, obviously that audio... Firstly, I need to state that that jingle was fucking amazing. It was pretty shit, actually. Your butt plug was pretty shit. Was that supposed to be like a drum roll? That put on tisk? Like a joke? No. Pun? What? Huh? It was fucking amazing. Let's agree. It wasn't amazing. <laughs> obviously, cool. we agreed that it obviously was that audio, Daryl was moving in and out of the the um, speaker oh, and yeah, microphone it's area. Terrible so audio, I had, to, Kate. I had to try and fix it as best I can. Why but, couldn't you? Why couldn't you fix it? Because you're literally in another room inside Just be a drawer. Better. Just be better. My question about the butt plug: We spoke about potential double penetration. Did yes. that having the butt plug, putting the butt plug in? Did that actually? Does that excite you? Did that excite yeah, absolutely. you? The thought of it? Yes, of course. Uh, the, I mean, the excitement went away pretty quickly just after that, where you said. This butt plug's the wrong fucking butt plug. But right up until that point, <laughs> it was, uh, it was yes, very exciting and, yes, energising and sexy and all those things, yes. Yes, it was the heavier of the two. So I did actually change that butt plug out for, for my lighter one because I knew I was going to be wearing it for three hours. Do you think that you curb some of your enthusiasm because we were talking about potential DP, but, I mean, when you talk about these things, it's never a, a definitive so when you're getting excited about that sort of stuff, do you curb it a little bit in the thought that I don't want to get too excited because if it doesn't happen, then I might be disappointed? No, it's not because I don't uh, because I'll be disappointed. I don't. I curb my excitement because I don't want you to feel the pressure, feel pressured to do it if you don't feel like you want to do it. Mm. But so plug- it's got nothing to do with nothing at all to do with disappointment. Uh, disappointment and all to do with you being comfortable enough to say you're not interested. Mm. Um, butt plugs, just by their very design, put pressure on, just so you know. Bottom. What? Because you said you didn't want me to feel pressured and I was wearing a butt plug. And- oh, wow. Fuck. Jesus. That was a callback and a stretch. No, my arsehole was stretched because I had oh, the butt plug. Oh, Jesus. Plugs. It's getting worse. <laughs> How do I make it stop? Do I have to sit you here? You put a butt plug in. Uh, do it I, makes it stop. Do I have to sit here and be quiet for the next two hours so that this doesn't this doesn't con- continue? I've got nothing for that last sentence. Yeah, Damn good. it. Damn it. Hey, all right, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're actually going to talk about what happened with the threesome and uh, I have a couple of questions for Daryl. But more importantly, I have a, I have a little uh, story. I wrote down my thoughts briefly on the threesome. So. Gonna take the butt plug out. That, you got to work on that jingle. Fucking awesome. All right, Daryl, can I read you this? No. Man. A lot of rejection tonight. I mean, just you're asking for a lot of closed questions tonight, so you're just opening yourself up for the no. Okay, here we go. The day of the threesome, I had received a tribute from a sexy follower. He wanted to spoil me for the day, and in return, I would spoil him. During the day, I was sending him photos and videos updating on what I was up to. Little pussy shots of me in my shorts at the cafe and more. It was so sexy being able to share this fantastic day with another man. It made me feel like a sexual goddess. Later that day, I went to the lingerie store to buy a new lingerie, and sent him videos of me in the change room choosing the lingerie that I would ultimately wear for two other men that he paid for. I bought my new lingerie, took a bath, and started getting ready for the date. I shaved everything. This is when I shaved my big toe, by the way, just uh, in case you were curious. Loofed the fuck out of everything. (laughs) I wanted to make sure I was in perfect condition for the two men later that night. I have to start with the obvious. My pussy was so used up the next day. Very true. Looking back on all the videos we took, I can certainly see why. Yep. I started out that night by getting D to put my butt plug in my asshole because I was secretly hoping for some double penetration. We have only done this once before, and I was ready for trying this again and hoping to come extremely hard. We sucked, 
He loves tasting me and sucking on my clit. We played and enjoyed each other for hours. Earlier in the evening, we tried some DP with D entering me from behind. It worked for a little while and was sexy as hell. Meanwhile, D was filming some video. Naughty D. But my single man wasn't able to stay in that position for too long. Later, after we were playing for a while, I decided it was time to ride D and V came up from behind me and inserted himself from behind. We ended up having another double penetration play, but this time with our single male friend entering me from behind. Needless to say, I came extremely hard. Yes. So, what I wanted to mention before about this sexiness, about involving a third person. Yes. This person that is a podcast listener that wanted to spoil me a little bit made me feel extremely sexy all day. Yep. And the thought of the fact that he had bought the lingerie that was going to turn your cocks hard, and it did. I remember walking out in the lingerie and it was like Tent City. Yes, that is correct. That was that was really, really sexy, and I think that really added to my just exploration for the evening. Really, it did. Okay. So Interesting. I know before when you were talking about, you know, other people getting these photos and stuff, and I know this this one in particular was something new for us. I'd never done anything like this before, where I was kind of interacting with this person for the entire day. Um it really fueled me and it made me feel really sexy, really attractive and excited for the journey that I was going to go on and excited for the fact that then I would go off and tell that person after what happened as well and fuel them. What was making me so interested and so so excited was the fact that it was somebody else desiring me as well as the two other, you know, yourself and the other gentleman that were in the room. And um, that was just really hot to think about. So that's something that I wanted to mention to you and ask you what you think about that. Well, I think it's really interesting. I wasn't aware of that until right now. Mm. Um, so I haven't had a lot of time to think about it, but I have some questions. So is that is that because he's out of the room as well? Is that an important part to yeah. that? Yeah, it is. It's it's somebody that is going to get that information throughout the Second day or hand. later Yeah, and is possibly going to masturbate yeah. about how, again, it's, it's, it's all about that sexual self-gratification. It's it's me explaining and me having some sort of uh, proof, I guess, that, that I am a sexual goddess and I'm somebody that is attractive and interesting and exciting enough so that this person would get off on some of the content that I'm sending them. Yeah, okay. And, and, and also wish they were there in the room. Yeah. But they're not. Okay. Interesting. I mean, that's uh, – that that. I'm not sure how many times you could play that game before before it loses its shine, though. That's what I'm curious about. No idea. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I think that's fabulous. I have I I think it's quite exciting that you are excited that you were excited by that and enjoyed the day. I think it's something if you found, if you find something you like, you should you should try to repeat it and see whether it's something that you continue to enjoy. Now knowing what I just told you, does that change your perception of what we just spoke about before about you feeling an unbalanced, or does that make you go, well, hold on a second, if this is really exciting to you, then even more, I want to fucking know about it and show me and tell me. Well, I'm actually so it's not. I don't have to be shown or told about this stuff at the time, and and, and in fact, I'm more excited to hear about you talking about it now than I would have been on the day. Because that, let's be very honest, I remember that day and I had a very tough day at work and I wouldn't have been able to interact with you if you had been sending me stuff. Mm, yeah, actually that's true. So so with that in mind, I mean, I know life gets in the way and you have the capability sometimes to explore this stuff alone and I don't have a problem with that. The The idea that it, that it fueled your fire and turned you on is awesome. I love that. And I think it's it, it's something I'd love more of for you. And it doesn't have to be more of this, but more of things that 
just make you feel like you want to go after sex and you want to enjoy sex and you know like the more you do of that i think the better it is for you and the the more sexy you feel the the better our relationship generally is yeah when you feel unattractive which which happens yeah all the time can we actually hold on can we just actually normalize that yeah everybody feels unattractive yeah of course so if you're listening to this and you're like oh wow this sounds amazing and like there must be hot bodies and really attractive people and listen listen stop whatever you're doing and actually listen to this every single person and i'm not going to say woman i'm not going to put a sex on this every single person goes through a moment where they don't feel attractive desirable interesting witty intelligent whatever it is the most attractive people you've ever seen go through that right and And i can say that out loud because because you are some of the most attractive people (laughs) i've ever fucking seen have told me this yeah yeah so i just want to mention that like we we (laughs) i feel unattractive more than more than i feel attractive i would say yeah that's fair so I just want to that's put that out. That's not also a healthy balance. It's not a healthy balance. I'm just letting people know that that's yes. the case. I, I interrupted you though. Sorry. I don't remember what I was saying. You were so talking that's about fuck that story. <laughs> if I feel attractive and if I feel like it adds to our relationship and it adds to our experiences. Well, I mean, it adds to you as an individual feeling comfortable in your own skin, which the more people feel okay about who they are sexually, physically, mentally, the more they're comfortable, the more confident they are, the more sexy they are the more, you know, there's a whole lot of things that come along with that. And, mm. and, and certainly for our relationship, it's a positive. Yeah. I, I So it really felt to me like it, this was almost like a third-party virtual hot wifing experience. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And it just felt really interesting. And like I said, I'd never, I'd never done anything like this before. This particular listener was like, I want to, you know, I want to give you a tribute and this is, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to spoil you and let's, let's just see how this goes. And it was really interesting and it felt amazing and it felt naughty and it felt taboo because again, here's a man buying the lingerie, paying for the lingerie, but I'm going to wear for somebody like it just, and not just paying for the lingerie, I'm going to wear for you, but for another man as well. Like it, it just felt incredible and dirty yeah dirty yeah absolutely but sexy dirty yeah let's talk about the play there was a lot of it there was a lot of uh there was a lot i actually watched yeah there was i I watched some of the video and i was like that is exactly why my pussy hurt so much the next day yeah well we masturbated to the video we we did oh we did too yeah we masturbated to the video the next morning because i I couldn't fuck you because your pussy was too beat up that's right yeah. yeah, and then you were like, how about we masturbate? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I was like, actually, yeah, I'm going to masturbate. And then we were like, oh, let's watch the video. And I was like, yeah, let's watch the video. And then it was, it was really good. Yes, I concur. So you spent a lot of time watching yeah. and filming. And I had a like, why, why did you want to spend so much time just watching? And in fact, so much so that you did this that afterwards, after he'd left, you actually said to me out loud, I spent a lot of the time just standing back and watching. And I'm curious, run me through why you did that, what you were thinking, what happened. I, I mean, I, okay, so certainly I enjoy watching you watching you play. There's no doubt about that. And the last time we played with this particular individual as well, I took a bit of time then as well to step back and just watch. And I realised I enjoyed that. And also in... I also like having potentially video in future that I can use as well for, for, for getting me off. Uh, just on that, actually, the last time we spoke about taking video with this particular gentleman and we joked about this being masturbatory fuel fuel for you, Yeah. how many times would you say you've used that 
for masturbating since then, roughly? Well, I mean, I was in Poland for two days, so there's 16 times that it was used <laughs> no, I'm there. I'm serious. Like, how many times would you say you've probably a lot. Re- gone back and watched a that? Lot. A lot. Yeah. I mean, there's a, we have a few videos on the way through There's that we've managed to pick up because you've played remotely or something like that, where I've been able, where you've been kind enough or one of the or the partner in that couple has been kind enough to get something they're all very exciting to me I, I i love watching that sort of stuff it's really it's very sexy to see you and it's not about being fucked it's it's about you being sexual yeah so a lot i, I, I wouldn't know a number but many times and this time around you know the reason i stood back is because i found that enjoy i found that enjoyable in the past so i wanted to see where the limit is for me and Honestly, I think – I'm not sure, but I think I may be able to s- stand back and just watch the whole thing. And not participate at all. Yeah. So I certainly – well, look, we've discussed previously, or I think – I'm pretty sure I have. Um, just sitting I, in a chair I, I, I watching. Can, no, 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 not that. I mean, I can come in an instant if I if I want to. Like, it, it can and be go. done. Go. And now. No. And, and go. Well, no, that was three times already. I'm done. But no, you, I mean, I think this is – comparable to a lot of men without a lot of thought we can come very quickly but thankfully i also have the capability to remain firm now this is what's really interesting to to me on this is that it's it becomes sort of an edging scenario but not edging because i'm not i'm generally not like i'm not standing there masturbating that's not what i'm doing i'm standing there watching and enjoying and what's filming. happening and, and filming, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of filming. Um, Actually, I cut it all together and it f- I think it's 14 minutes of... Yeah, so anyway, um, that was because the last time I thought I did a lot of filming and it was like fucking one minute and three seconds or something total. Four minutes, but yeah. It wasn't four minutes. It is, I was it's looking not, at... Okay. Uh, who do you think sampled this video more, you or me? <laughs> True. Yeah, it's not that long. And by the way, half of that time is fucking slow motion. Mm, yeah, that was right. How come you didn't do any slow motion this time? Like last slow time. Slow motion's a bit of a bitch to get to on my phone, if I'm honest. That's probably <laughs> just, the main reason. Just inconvenience. Yeah, it's just an inconvenient spot. You have to press like other and then go into other and there's like 12 different things and then you got to pre- Yeah, it's just a, it's an Android thing, a Samsung thing. Anyway, so so I really quite enjoyed standing back and watching um just seeing and being a fly on the wall. Um, I think I could possibly. And sorry, the reason I brought up coming is because uh, I I came a lot and hard. So it was a really, really strong orgasm for me. So it was a different orgasm because that's pretty rare. No, it's for you. not different. Oh, damn. They're not different. It's just the same but bigger. Okay. Yeah. So I, I want to talk a little bit about the DP stuff. Uh huh. But before I do that, can you, because you watch so much, I would like you to explain to the listeners. Oh, shit. This is not going to be easy. What you saw, what happened, what positions, what turned God, you I've on. I've drunk fucking so much wine between there and now. Like what happened? I want you to run me through okay, what so, you saw. So uh, immediately you wandered out. Uh, so one of the things I really did like and did turn me on is that there was no prompting for you to get changed. He didn't prompt. No. I didn't prompt. No. We were just in sitting back, enjoying hey, each other's company. Guess who did that? Me. I did that. You did. Yeah. I did that. You did. Yeah. Um, Me. I did that. That's all. Just giving myself little props. Yeah. Well done. Thanks, babe. So you went into the into. Well, actually, I didn't see where you went. I was chatting with him when you got up. I actually thought you'd gone to the bathroom, which was interesting because I'm sitting there thinking, man, she is having a huge dump. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that wasn't what it was. So uh, you actually went into the room, you got changed of just without any prompting and came out and you were looking sexy as fuck, uh, really hot. I mean, the lingerie was really nice. It is really nice. You know, it's not dead yet. So, and I think there were, you're right, there was immediate penis responses in the room, but also he was very excited to get up and start touching, kissing you immediately, mm, basically. He was, yeah, and, and there were definitely two hard cocks in the room, and that was exactly the response that I was going for. Yeah. So well done. Achieved you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you should high-five yourself, but you uh, can't because uh, you're holding my, the microphone. I kind of high-five my knee. Okay, you can't high-five your knee. Done it twice. Yeah, okay. High-five my head, but then you're just hitting yourself in the head, and it's weird. High-fiving your knee is pretty fucking weird, just, just between you and I and everybody listening. High-foot? No, let's not let's not go any further. Okay. After that, so he, he I didn't realise that that lingerie is actually um, crutchless. It's actually more backdoorless. Yeah, it's kind of it's quite hidden the way it's. Yeah, so it's not actually. It, you've still got the gusset at the bottom, and it doesn't go just, all the way around where no. your vagina entrance is. No, so it's like ever so. It's good for anal. I would say that, which is which is actually so you could see my butt plug. Yes, through it. Okay, so anyway, uh, so he, uh, while he was kissing you, he took the time to reach reach underneath and find, he was reaching from the back as well, I think, so he, f- he found your, your pussy from the back, which was sexy to watch, but I was also touching you from, touching you from behind as well. Anyway, and then basically that maneuvered very quickly into the bedroom, I think, it moving like, so I think your lingerie s- served its purpose in the first 45 seconds. Mm. Yes, because cost versus return on lingerie is yes, um, ludicrous. Yeah. yeah, the return on investment on lingerie is 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 just there is no CFO <laughs> anywhere in the world who'd sign off on that. They'd be like, no, that's that's not worth it. Anyway, they're wrong. By the way, they're all wrong. This is why accounting can't be used for everything. We we then went into the bedroom and he you bent over to expose your pussy more to him. Well, I'm showing him that you can see my butt plug. Yeah, and he started he started. Playing with you, basically. He started playing with my butt plug too. Do you remember? No, I don't. Mm, he was playing. So he he started he started using his hands, and yeah. then he started because and he loves oral. Actually, I said that in my story, but he loves oral, and yes, he, he started really going does. down on me. And he was playing with my butt plug while he was going down. While he was going down on me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So and then he stopped doing something. Uh, I still I remember distinctly you saying, "Keep doing that," which was interesting because yeah. you're typically not very demanding of your own. Sexual sexuality. You you ask other people to do things. You know you, you you'll control the room, but you generally don't be. You're generally not very controlling of what you want, which it's nice to see when you do it. I, I really enjoy that. So uh, from there, he then laid you down and started going down on you. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, we were kissing on the bed. Yeah, and I remember I the the top half of my lingerie was down, and then I think I pulled, tits pulled, were out, yes, yeah, my tits were out, and then I pulled all the lingerie down. And well, I actually helped with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it was getting in the way. Yeah. Yeah. So you got it all the way down, uh, all the way off, and then he was going down on you, and he does love to, to go down on you. He loves licking your pussy. He really, he really, he spent, he spent quite a bit of time there to the point where you said to him- Stop or I'm going to come. Uh, yeah, you did. But also you said, it's time for me to suck, I want to suck a cock. Right, because at this point I was still so I'd basically stood back. I hadn't really been involved a lot yep. at this point. No. Um. So we're. I mean, we're we're now probably ten ish minutes into the. Into oh, the play I think session. I think longer than that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. let's call it ten fifteen but somewhere yeah, around there. At that point, I was like, okay, enough of that. 
have to change positions and I started sucking his cock yep. and then I turned around and he was playing with my pussy. I was on my hands and knees and he yep. was playing with my pussy from behind yep. while I was sucking your cock. Yes. I remember that. That was that was a really nice position and uh, at that point too I was extremely wet obviously because he'd been licking my pussy for you were extraordinary. You were actually extraordinarily, extraordinarily wet all evening, which I think now I understand because of the involvement with the third party as well. Prior to, you probably had had you wet for most of the day. Is that a fair statement? Interested for most of the day. Yeah, I think that probably I st- I would have started getting wet when I was actually thinking about and changing into the lingerie. Yeah, it was really okay. when it started. So uh, sorry, I shouldn't have said wet. That's not the right phrase. I, I meant um, aroused. That's the better. The, the the true word behind it from there I don't, I don't remember how it transitioned from that from from that location i think he went down on you some more after that as well he turned you over again and went down on you some more so how did we transition you don't know i don't i don't really remember i remember that he went back down on you again he then he was playing with your tits really quite assertively i wouldn't say aggressively but certainly oh, i would firmly. agree with that because i think later in that later in the evening i was like hmm a little bit tender he was uh, he, uh, he was really going to town with your breasts, and you were actually enjoying that, which is actually unusual for you. Yeah, you're not normally a strong breast play girl. No. Yeah. All right. Well, so yeah, there was obviously a lot of different positions, and I would say that play involved him maybe seventy percent of the time, and you thirty. Would you? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because you were filming and taking photos and stuff, so there was a moment, and we <laughs> the reason this is so. Uh, prevalent in my I memory. Know exactly what you're talking about. Is because we have f- video of it and you can hear the sound. And it's where I'm doggy style and he has one knee down and then, yep. a, and then a foot oh, up. Yep. Like, so he's got, you know, like a, yep. his hips raised kind of thing. Yep. And he's fucking me from behind. And he was absolutely pounding my pussy. And yep. this is what caused the problem the next day. <laughs> no, that, I don't think that is what caused you it. Never that, ca- that caused the sore pussy, but that didn't cause the, cause the UTI. No, that's what I'm saying. It caused yeah, the, yeah. The, the sore pussy. After yes. the next day when we watched that footage, I was like, uh, well, that's the culprit right Certainly there. Certainly a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right there. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you you guys had sex for quite some time. Quite some time. I, yeah. I mean, I'm going to say there was probably 30 minutes of his cock inside you. Mm, yeah. Or or a combination of – well, definitely his cock. I mean, I, when it got to me being involved with you vaginally, I, it didn't take a long time for me to come. Well, we'd already been doing DP at that point. Yeah. Um, and actually, so this is – I'm going to intersect now and talk about the DP. So as I mentioned in my story earlier, we've only done double penetration once before. And the other man. I have a question for you before you get into that. Okay. Well, why? What was the what was the prompt of the driver? What just decided that I wanted to try it again. Okay. That's all. No, so there was no, no rhyme or reason. Okay. Reason. So there's nothing sexy or nothing else around this. Not because of the third party involvement. No, that I was just like, hey, if DP is on the cards, I wouldn't mind trying DP if I'm in the mood for it later. Okay. Yeah, that's the. I mean, that's the answer I'm looking <laughs> and for. And like I said in my audio earlier, you really got to prepare for that stuff. It's not something that you can haphazardly. Uh, well, you can do it. It's not something that I would haphazardly do after an evening of wine or whatever. I just wouldn't do that. Yeah. I like preparing for these sorts of things. So DP. So the last time that we did this, the other gentleman was fucking me anally. Yes. And so this time I really Lovely wanted- gentleman that he is. Uh, yes. I really wanted you to fuck me anally. That was yeah. part of my idea. Yeah. And so we did actually try it where V was in my pussy 
and I was on top of him and then you were fucking me in the ass. Now, it didn't last very long because he kept falling out. And what I wanted to say about this in, in anal and double penetration in particular, if you are considering trying anal or double penetration, I find it much easier, even if you and I are just playing anally, if the play is happening as a second course, not as the appetizer. So I'd already been playing for quite a while at that point yeah, and was being stimulated and had an orgasm and all of that. So by the time this rolls around, obviously my pelvic and anal muscles, quite relaxed. You're just more relaxed generally. Yeah, that's when you move to anal and it's not the, the entree. So I want to say that. The other thing was is that I found this particularly interesting when people talk about double penetration positions, they always suggest that the guy with the bigger penis is in anally because the angle makes it less likely that he's going to fall out. So in that regard, that should have been you. So I think Which, it was probably my fault that I got the angle wrong. So there was no there was no issue with the angle on my side. The the issue for, for him was was not because of the angle or anything. It was the the way his legs were positioned. Mm-hmm, okay. He needed so he had his legs spread and I was in between his legs from in Yeah. He needed to straighten his legs. Right. We figured that out afterward. We did figure that out afterwards. Remember? Yes. So, and because you guys continued fucking after I'd come out of you, come out of your ass, mm-hmm. and, and he said, "I need to move my legs." Yeah. And he moved his legs, and he was fine. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a, it was just purely a logistic problem. Logistical problem. But later in the evening, I was fucking you, so I was on top of you, yeah. and he came up and. We had another double penetration. How was that for you? Do you prefer being the person who's in my pussy or do you prefer being the person who's in my asshole? So I think there's some additional sexiness to the idea of another man in your asshole. I mean, honestly, in terms of the sensations. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going. So, but yeah, yeah talk no, about both. I, I know. So in terms of the physical sensation, not really a great deal of difference, I would say. Especially because you, you're wearing condom. Without a condom, definitely a sensational difference. Mm-hmm. But with a condom, definitely not definitely a sensational difference. So a distinct. Yeah, it's 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 not distinct. It's not a it's not a, it's not something that you could say. Okay, I'm now in your asshole, or I'm now in your pussy. If you were wearing a condom and somebody blindfolded, if I had a situation where it was a blind fucking, mm-hmm. and, and you were like just which is it, my vagina or my asshole, and I couldn't feel anything other than your vagina or your asshole on my penis, I think it'd be a tough exercise wearing a condom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, without a condom, totally different. Absolutely know the difference. Okay. Sensation or physically sensationally, there's no no major difference. Um, but the true, I think the true reason a lot of men are, in, are interested in anal as a is because there's there's a naughtiness to it, mm-hmm. right? So it gets even more naughty for me when it's somebody else fucking you. In right. The house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that that's uh, an inch. I mean, that, that's, that's no surprise to me. It may be a surprise to you, but it's was no it exciting for me. you to do DP again, having not yeah, done absolutely. it for a while. It was it was lovely. I really enjoyed it. Okay. I'd, I'd like to I'd like to repeat that again at some point, but with a little bit more planning because I think we ended up in a scenario here where you ended up getting hurt. Maybe not the right word, but certainly you stopped you stopped the the DP. Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm done. I can't do any more of this." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, by that time, because it was two attempts then. Like, yeah, no, I not know. Not two attempts. We, I, that's what I mean. We fucked both times, but yes. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it was so just- I feel like there was, there'd be a situation where this would work a lot better if you if we did it once. Yeah. I, I think it'd be much more, 
that this is my opinion, of course, not not Mansplaining. truth. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, it's just more that I think for you having things run smoothly would be a better solution mm-hmm. for you sexually yeah. in terms of just purely the way your body functions. From from what I know of, yep. of ten years of being around it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So the whole experience was sexy. Is it nice for you to relive this right now? Yeah, absolutely. I can see you've got a hard cock underneath your. Yeah, it's, well, it's been on and off throughout this journey. Okay. Yeah. 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 So no, it's lovely. I think I think it was a it was a nice experience. He's a fucking superstar. Just as a human in general, uh, enjoy time with him. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So, and add to that that he's also attentive, attentive, and mm. loves to go down on you, um, which is. I mean, I do as well, but he really loves it, which I think is a good thing. Good and bad. I mean, there's a certain point, as you know. Well, there's a point where you come and then it becomes a problem I'm for like, you. I'm like, all right, uh, this is yeah. enough well, of that you've now. You've just got to learn to go round two and three. That's all it is. Like, yeah. you've got to stop and then get back into it Have later. a smoke Have break. a smoke yeah, it was yeah. a break. Okay, so that was the threesome double penetration. So the footage that you took, have you watched it again since we masturbated to it the next morning? Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why does that fucking surprise me? I'm just asking you a question. Yeah, of course I do. You, do you like this one, this version of it better because you had more opportunity to kind of stand back and get angles yeah, and get – absolutely. Okay. Yep, it's much better. And you took his socks off. Yes, I took his socks off. I, we, so so we, we, we need to – sorry – this is a clear clar- the clarification needs to happen right now. Yeah. In future, I can't take a man's socks off. <laughs> you could. No. Where are you with the assist? Is what I want to know. Where's I, the wingman? A man cannot take another man's socks off. It's not a thing. I That's think not, it is a thing. No, not a thing. I think it is. Nor could I ask him. I couldn't ask him. No, it's just I, yeah. I, I need to see the Twitter poll on this. I firmly believe that it is inappropriate for man for a man in a threesome situation to take another man's socks off. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it is. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying we need a Twitter poll. Yeah, because I don't know. He, he did start with keeping his socks on, and I think it was in the first few minutes, and I was like, "Hey, take your socks off." <laughs> I actually asked you to tell him to take his. Yeah, socks Yeah, I was off. like, "That's it's, it's weird. Take your socks off." It's not weird. It's it's actually the done thing here. By the way, I've, I've checked this out. I've done some done some sampling. Oh, okay. Yeah, people right. get people get cold fucking feet in this hemisphere. They get cold feet apparently. Yeah, from whilst they're banging. Well, hey, that was the end of our threesome episode. I hope that you liked our discussion earlier talking about that compersion piece. So you missed the point of – you missed the link between the threesome and your UTI. Oh, yeah, I got a, a huge UTI after that, um, unsurprisingly, because for me – when there's been this much activity and there is lube involved and two different guys going down on me and fingers involved and everything involved. Yeah. Oh, I actually also masturbated with my vibrator at one point during the session as well. Yes, you did. You were so getting throw, fucked from behind. So throw that it. into the mix. Yeah. And 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 then also, yes, he was he was fucking me pretty vigor- vigorously. No, it was aggressive. From behind. Uh, but you, were in, you came – Again, whilst he was yeah. fucking you from behind with the vibrator, and on it your just clip. that all of those things just added up into a big pot of a UTI is definitely going to happen. And, and later that night, I knew I could feel, and I knew. So you mean after I made fucking eggs at midnight again? Oh, thank you, babe. That was so good. Yeah, scrambled eggs at midnight. You're it was a fucking rock 1 star. I think was one. Yeah. And did I have to do anything the next day? Let me think about this. Oh yeah, yeah I had to go to fucking work. Yeah, you went to work. Yeah. Thanks, babe. Yeah. I mean, look. Yeah, yeah, happy for you, happy to fuck you and make you eggs. Thanks, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Yeah, not enough though. I mean, I need more appreciation. 
Right. So quick thank you to our patrons. Uh, thank you to everybody who is uh, an existing patron. But we do have some new patrons this uh, this episode I'd like to thank as well. Quite a few. Why don't you think – I mean, why do we not thank the old ones? We do think – we thank them collectively. Like but individually? Because like there's – all the time. There's now 75 of them. Whoa. I'm really excited by that. I had a, I have a goal in my head that I'd like to get um, 100 supporters by the end of the year. And right now we're at 75. So that's pretty fucking exciting. So thank you, everybody who – does support us, but thank you to our new people. So David from Excite Media, we've got Kat and Ben, Chan, Joel, Biaki, I hope I pronounced that properly, and Seaman. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Really appreciate the hell out of you. And this weekend, we are going to a swingers club. We are. We are heading out to a swingers bom, club bom, bom. called Anaconda. Yeah. Thankfully, I fit right in with my huge- Snake. Huge. Snake. Huge. Snake. Anaconda. Yeah. So we are heading out actually this weekend to Ravinia. We're going to go out there and stay Friday and Saturday night, and we're going to go to the club on Saturday. I have spoken to the owners, and we're going to head there an hour early. Yeah, check it out. That's all. We're going to go check it out, and we're going to go do some quick videoing and stuff like that. So speaking of patron, if you guys are part of our patron- what's interesting. What? Everybody- who knows about Ravinia in my entire business, I think, knows about Anaconda. Knows about Anaconda. And there's a reason for that. There's a huge billboard. So if you're part of our Patreon community, I'm going to take video and stuff of the entire weekend and I'm going to give you guys some behind-the-scenes access. But we will be obviously podcasting about the club. We should probably call that backdoor access. Backdoor access. There you go. We will obviously be talking about it after we visit, but this is a a huge Christmas party that we're going to uh, Christmas in July. It's, but that's not what it is. For all the Australians listening, it's not a Christmas because there's no such thing as Christmas in July mm. here. No. There is in Australia because in Australia it's fucking cold right. in July. That's why we do Christmas in shit July. Hot as shit. The reason it's Christmas in July here or just Christmas in the month of July yep. is because they missed Christmas last year yep. because, you know, hashtag fucking COVID. Exactly. Can't. So they'd already paid for the venue. It's been bought out by a dating site here, Spicy Match, and uh, they've bought out the venue. They got they pay for all the alcohol. So your tickets basically is, is the club entry and all food and all drinks. Yes. So they had that. It was on the books, and so they the, they went okay. Let's let's do it now in July. So we're gonna head out this weekend, and uh, we're excited to. Well, I'm excited. I don't know what you're doing. I'm excited to go to a club here. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. I am also interested. We'll see if there's not a language. Sure, it's. Ex- I'm not sure. I'm excited. I'm sure. I'm interested. I was looking at the menu. Uh, the menu. <laughs> Freudian slip. Yeah. I was looking at the attendee list. <laughs> yes. The menu. The menu. As we call humans now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, tasty. Uh, I was looking at the menu and there are single men going to this party. Oh, good. And actually, I will say one thing. Maybe we can go for an airtight this time. Oh, yeah, there you go. One thing I do like <laughs> about some of the parties here is that you cannot go onto the RSVP list until you are actually a confirmed ticket holder. Yeah, you have to buy the ticket. I think that's Then it puts genius. you on there. Yeah, so every single person that is on the RSVP yes list, I know for 100% are going to be there. Yes. Unless they decide to bug out. But they've all paid for it. And uh, I so have how's the menu look? Looking pretty fucking delicious. Jesus, that's a problem. Yeah, it looks pretty good. And uh, I've been as he rubs his rotund stamash. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, babe, babe, liquid diet tomorrow. Liquid diet, you'll be fine. You lose like five kilos in a day. It'll be fine. <sighs> Jesus, uh, that five kilos might not be enough though. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, guys, so we're really excited about the club visit, and well, uh, not anymore. We'll be back. We'll be back to Jesus. Talk. I've got a shed above my tool. My tool. <laughs> I've got a tool shed at the moment. I've got a little bit of a shed above the. You know where where I keep my tools. It's a hey. bit of a problem. Anaconda. 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 Anaconda.